0: This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 146 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you for joining me. All right, today we are talking about how to create lasting weight loss by starting at the end. I think this is an important approach when you actually want to lose weight for good, (laughs) when you're tired of always feeling like you're on a diet. This is a spot that we don't actually focus and I want to help you out learning a slightly different approach with it today in today's episode. First, if you are just meeting me, I'm Siobhan Key. I am a practicing obesity medicine physician. I'm a certified life coach. My passion is helping physicians who struggle with stress or binge eating or sometimes just feel out of control around food where you know how you want to be eating, but find it really hard to do that consistently. Things just keep getting in your way. If that's you, then you are who I help. And I have some exciting ways that I can help you right now. As of today, if you're listening to this when it's released, as of August 30th, I am starting a free 10-day challenge. So even if you're listening to this a few days later, you can still come on over and join us. This is called the Weight Loss Kickstart Challenge for Physicians. And it's a group of physicians. There's a private physician-only Facebook group where I'm going to be going live on a regular basis, you're going to have live support and training from me. And we're focusing on getting started losing the first pounds or the next pounds if you're already in a weight loss journey in a way that's going to last in a way that feels good that you can keep going where you don't always feel like you're on a diet. We're focused on starting to design your customized approach to weight loss uh, that's actually going to work for you. So come on over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash challenge. That's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash challenge. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast and you're feeling like, you know what, I need even more help, well, Stress Eating SOS is going to be opening up for a new group in the fall that's coming September 11th. But honestly, if you're thinking about that, come join the challenge because then you get an opportunity to kind of get to know me and have an opportunity to experience my coaching style, get going and try my approaches out and see whether or not they fit for you. That's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash challenge. All right. So it is early in the morning. I'm up early because I've got all of these things that I'm working on. I'm getting the challenge ready for you guys. I've got some exciting bonuses for when stress-seating SOS opens up that I'm creating for you. There's all different things on my to-do list. (laughs) And I had to leave on Thursday. So in a couple of days, I get to go away on a plane, my very first plane ride since the pandemic started to Vancouver, my first time going to Vancouver since the pandemic started. So it's like unheard of for it to have been this long since I've been down there with my husband without kids. And I'm quite excited about it The whole package, the getting to go back to Vancouver, the getting to be there with my husband and just having a weekend together, eating at some nice restaurants, staying at a nice hotel, it just sounds heavenly to me. But anyways, the trade-off is it is early in the morning and I'm recording this podcast episode and it's dark out. (laughs) I haven't been able to run early in the morning for a week or so because I injured my calf, but I woke up this morning and I'm like, we are officially at the point of fall where it is dark out. And it is almost freezing this morning. It is three degrees out on our thermometer and feels close to freezing. And so in my world, that officially means summer is pretty much over and we are into fall when we're getting close to freezing mornings and it is dark again. A little bit of a, a little wake up call or bummer, but it always comes at some point towards the end of August where you realize, well, that was fun, but now we're back into the fall and winter. All right, Well, that was a bit of a downer (laughs) at the beginning of this podcast. We are talking about how to reverse engineer your weight loss. And why is this important? Why did I decide to do this podcast episode for you guys? Well, usually when we start losing weight, we focus on just how do we start? How do we lose weight? And we've been trained to focus on what's going to be the fastest way for me to start losing weight. So we can start doing things that actually require a large amount of effort, require a fair bit of willpower. We're not all that happy with, but in the moment, we're able to make that trade-off. And we're able to say, okay, yeah, I can give up all that stuff because I just really want to lose weight. There's a lot of, often when you decide to start losing weight, you're highly motivated to get going for some reason. There's something that's triggered you to take that step. And so in that moment, choosing a way of eating that maybe... You're not that happy about, maybe you worry about all the foods you're going to miss out on, things like that. Feels okay because you're highly motivated. Now, the problem is we're here for the long term. We're here for lasting weight loss, right? And so if you aren't all that happy with how you're losing weight, that's not actually going to last. What will happen then is at some point in that journey, you'll start to feel frustrated about the restrictions that this diet has imposed on you or not being able to eat what other people are eating, things like that. And then what happens is our brains are like, well, this won't work. And they chuck the whole process out the window. Has that ever happened to you? Can you see where that's showing up in your life over time? Definitely. It's happened to me lots. But what I want you to think about today is to actually start with where do you want to end up? So not what are you willing to tolerate right now when you're really motivated, but what are you going to be willing to tolerate in a year from now, in two years from now? When you're living your life to maintain your weight loss, what do you want that life to look like? I want to start there today so that we're actually designing a way of losing weight that respects that version of yourself that's going to have to maintain it, that's going to essentially have to keep doing what you're doing to lose the weight in order to maintain it. And that version of yourself that actually wants to live a good life. So this is so much beyond the scale. Like when we are losing weight and you're going on a weight loss journey, you're actually creating a new life for yourself. What I mean by that is the version of you that will have accomplished this goal, that will have reached the end of your weight loss goal is going to be a different version of you. You will have different habits, you will have different ways of approaching things, you will have different ways of thinking about things. There will be a different version of you at the end of your weight loss goal. And that's true no matter what goals you're working on. It's not just unique to weight loss. And it's really important to note that it's not the actual losing of the weight. It's not the changing of your body shape or size that changes who you are. It's the journey of figuring it out. It's the journey of going through the process of changing habits to get the changes in your body that actually creates the different you. Like I said, this is true whenever you're working on any big goal. When you started medical school, you were a different person than when you finished medical school. We could even hone that down even more and be like, in your third year, rotations, you know, the brand new third year medical student of you that started was an entirely different person than the end of third year version of you that finished. Because in accomplishing that goal of getting through your clerkships, you evolved and changed as a person. Same thing when we're talking about this. So then if this process of losing weight, this journey of losing weight for good is actually going to change you and create a life for you in the process, Let's start at the beginning and make sure you actually like that life. I honestly think this is a really big reason why weight regain happens because we don't take into account how we actually want that life to look. And so you can end up there, you can be highly successful in weight loss, end up at the end and not actually be that happy with the life you've created. Like maybe it may feel really restrictive To be there, that you have to always be watching what you're eating and really careful, and it feels like a lot of work. Or maybe in that journey, you focused just on the food and didn't really work on how you were thinking about yourself or your body. And you get there, you're a lower weight, you're a smaller size, and yet you still have a lot of the negative thinking about yourself or about your body. And that's super common. If you've been there and done that, you're definitely not alone. Lots of people lose weight without looking at the mind side of it. And realize once they get there that those thoughts that we're judging your body at a bigger size or we're judging you at a bigger size can judge you at a smaller size too. They'll just come up with different things to judge. And so that's why doing this in a comprehensive way, looking at the weight loss from all the different angles, not just what food should I eat is so important so that we create the life you actually want, that you actually want to live. So when you get there, you love your life, all the different aspects of it. And I honestly think that's probably why, for my own weight loss journey, why it clicked when it did. And once it clicked, that I just have confidence that I'll be able to maintain this weight loss. Because the initial, I would say, probably first half of my weight loss was really just by diet. It was just like, okay, this low-carb stuff seems to work. I'll just focus on not eating any carbohydrates. But I wasn't doing, I didn't know to do any of the mindset work. It was the second half of my weight loss that I discovered the life coaching skills and was able to realize what a big impact my thoughts were. And as I started to apply that to weight, I started to give myself permission to figure it out, to find ways of making it work for me in my life. That's when I ended up with the way of eating, the way of thinking about my eating, the way of approaching my weight that works for me. And it, isn't a struggle. It's not something I have to exert energy with every single day. And then that makes it sustainable. Maybe it would have been faster for me if I'd had all these tools at the beginning and I could do what I'm teaching you guys today and begin with the end in mind. That's a Stephen Covey quote. Maybe I could have done it faster if I knew that this was even possible. But that version of me that was starting losing weight thought the only way to lose weight was all you had to do is find a diet and stick to it. Now, of course, you and I know it's way more than that. (laughs) The diet is just a small little piece of it. And yeah, deciding how you eat, sure, that's important. But really working on how you're thinking about it so that you actually can choose that eating with a sense of ease. You can eat that way without feeling restricted or deprived. And looking at all the different little nuances of it, that's really what makes it like a very customized way of doing it and makes it actually last for you. And that's what we do in Stress Eating SOS. In my coaching program, a lot of the coaching is around all those little nuances and having What I'm able to do as a coach is really listen to what's going on in one of the physician's lives and just offer that objective view of the thought patterns that might be getting in the way of the small little tweaks that you could make a change to and have big ripple effects in weight loss and in how easy it feels to stick to your eating plans and things like that to make it as easy as possible so that you're always designing this life that you actually want. And so... I think what we want to move away from, if I had to choose one thing for you guys to move away from after listening to this podcast, is that concept and that kind of, I was thinking about it, this is sort of embedded into the diet culture training that we've had over our lives, is that you lose weight at any cost. It's this feeling of whatever it takes, you do whatever it takes to lose weight. And think back to like, you know, the 80s, the cabbage soup diets, like all this stuff, It was really like at whatever cost, those diets and those approaches didn't really take into account the human beings that had to follow them. And it was just about getting the weight off. It wasn't anything about maintaining it. I think we didn't know anything about long-term weight loss back then, or we knew minimal about it, I would say. It's still a work in progress, I would also say from a scientific side. But it was get it off at any cost. And I think that thought... That approach has been embedded into the diet culture that we live and breathe, particularly in North America. Is if you lose weight, get it off at any cost. I want you guys to really question that and throw that out the window. I don't think losing weight at any cost, even if you're thinking, I'll just, you know, it's just for the short term, I'm just going to like really focus down, do this at any cost just to get this amount off and then I'll ease off. I don't think that's an effective strategy. I think. Number one, our brains are overloaded already. You have a lot on your plate. You're already tolerating a fair bit of discomfort in your days as a physician in general. Like there are time constraints, there's workload constraints, there's just the intellectual like effort of figuring out unique Problems and things like that. So, if you add on the discomfort of losing weight at any cost, I think our tolerance for doing that for any length of time is limited. I also think if this is your thought, is okay, I'll just start and focus on losing weight at any cost, and then I will, you know, ease off and kind of design a life that I actually want to follow. I think it's hard to catch yourself in the middle at the point where you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to lose weight at any cost. It's a little hard to catch yourself and then shift. Okay, now I'll do it in a nice way. Now I'll do it in a way that I actually want to follow. So that's why I'm saying start in the way you want to follow. I honestly don't think it will negatively impact the rate of weight loss. You may worry about it because we're so used to not actually being nice to ourselves in weight loss. I don't think it'll negatively impact it, especially when you average things out over the long term, because if you're doing it in a way you actually enjoy, it's so much more sustainable. It's easy to follow the eating if you're looking forward to the food that you are planning on eating. And then you kind of smooth out the ups and downs, the yo-yos, and the ultimate weight loss, I think, will be faster for you by doing it in a way you actually like, than to just try to strong arm yourself through to get some weight off and then try to figure this out later. So be nice to yourself. <laughs> That's the summary. Why would you do stuff that you don't actually want to do? Let's just embrace being nice to ourselves, treating ourselves as you know human beings that deserve being nice to ourselves. We're worthy of approaching everything, including weight loss, from a place of being kind and compassionate to ourselves. No matter what size, no matter what the scale says, no matter where things shake or jiggle on your body, you are worthy of approaching this with compassion and kindness. You are worthy of designing a way of eating healthy, reaching weight loss goals that is actually kind and that you actually like now if you have a hard time believing that pause this rewind it listen to it multiple times that is such an important message and i know there's a lot of you out there that that is a hard message to absorb and take in for yourself please listen to it again you are worthy of doing this in a way that you actually like you're worthy of doing this in a way that will create a life you love you're worthy of creating the life you love now before the scale even starts to move. It's a bit of a tangent, but it's a really, really important tangent, guys. So rewind, re-listen, rewind, re-listen as many times as you need to. All right, let's talk about how you actually do this. How do you start with the end in mind when you're creating your weight loss? First of all, step one is you need to spend some time imagining your life at your goal. Now, I think when we're starting a weight loss goal, we picture what is life going to be like when I get there? And we picture it as being this fantastic birds singing and chirping. (laughs) I was watching Cinderella with my daughters the other day. So it's like, you know, the little birds in their nice little outfits flying around with little banners and ribbons and it looks all pretty. And that's kind of how we picture it. This ideal life will occur once we've reached our goal. That's not always helpful because that ideal life doesn't always exist. It also doesn't just happen because the scale moves. You can create an amazing life, but it's also important to acknowledge that your life at a lower weight is still going to have good and bad things. There's going to be days where you feel, you know, really accomplished. There's going to be days where you doubt yourself. There's going to be days where you're happy. There's going to be days where you feel, you know, frustrated or upset about things. Because that is a human experience. A human experience doesn't change just because your scale changes. So I want you to spend time picturing that life with a bit of a real lens that you will still be you. You will just be you at a lower scale number. But what do you want that life to look like? What would you like your days to be like? What would be important to you if you're going to live that life for good? You're going to maintain that lifestyle. What's going to be important to you in that life? Would you need to have certain things or certain flexibilities? Ask yourself, what would you actually want? If you could design a life that you would be like, I can do this for the rest of my life. I don't feel deprived. I don't feel restricted. I'm happy with this. And it lets me maintain my weight. What would that life look like for you? What would be important in it? What would you not want in that life? What would be important to not have in that life? Give yourself some time to think through this, imagine it. Maybe over the next couple of days, keep doing this, keep imagining, okay, what would I want? Because you've never probably asked yourself this question. We've often assumed that life comes from the weight loss. We've assumed and been taught there's only one way to approach the weight loss, and that's just getting it off as quickly as possible, taking the most restrictive approach. And so you've never asked yourself, I would guess, what you actually want it to look like. And so at first you might not know and it might feel really uncomfortable to ask this question. You might be like, your brain may come up with a lot of, but how? Well, okay, that would be great, but how? Don't worry about that, let it. What we are focused on right now is the what. What do you want it to look like? Just keep giving yourself permission to look at that. What do you want it to look like? Then once you have a really good image and picture of what that life looks like for you, what is important in it, what you definitely don't want in it, then you work backwards. So say, I'm going to use my own example is I've tried all the different tools through my weight loss journey and I use them at different stages. But what I've learned over the years is what's important to me is my lifestyle for maintaining my weight has to be easy. If there's extra tasks those are hard to do on a consistent basis. So I've designed a way that works for me for approaching my eating where I don't food journal. I sometimes do if I'm working on losing a bit of weight or you know, I have a reason to, but I don't food journal on a regular basis. Now I'm not saying don't food journal. I'm telling you that for me, for at the end, how it needed to work ultimately for me is I had to figure out how I can manage my eating even if I'm not food journaling. Because that food journaling piece in those busy weeks was often that extra work that then didn't get done. And when I was dependent on it, then my eating would fall off on those busy weeks. I had to problem solve that. So that would be an example of what I didn't want in this long-term version of my weight loss is to have a lot of extra jobs in the week that my weight maintenance was dependent on. And so then I had to work backwards. I've had to, I didn't totally do it in this process in my own journey, but basically when I realized, okay, when I'm dependent on the food journaling and then I have weeks where I choose not to food journal, my eating goes out the window. How do I then figure out how to eat well, even when I'm not food journaling? I had to problem solve it that way. So if you're saying to yourself, I want to be able to eat a sweet food every week or something like that, right? Again, just using random examples, not saying that you need to choose that. Then you would work backwards and go, okay, what's that going to look like? And what skills am I going to need to learn to be able to accomplish that and still lose weight? What's the rest of the days going to need to look like to support that goal? And you just problem solve and work back. Now, here's the trick with when you're figuring out how to do something, when you're figuring out a big goal, you don't have to know the right how. (laughs) Right off the bat, I know as physicians, we really want to. We want to know the exact how. We want to know like the steps that we go through so that it's done and it's done efficiently. But for things like this, for goals that apply to your life, you don't have to know the how. You can guess at a reasonable how and start there. Give yourself permission that it doesn't have to be perfect the first time, it doesn't have to be right the first time. You guess at a how and then you start there and you figure it out as you go. So the how that you start with may not actually be the how that you finish with, but you make your best guess. And that's totally fine. And then if it's not working, you shift it and you change it. And part of this process is you give yourself permission to do that in order to create this vision of the life that you want, that you've come up with. Okay, so the third thing is you want to ask good questions. We are so used to, in weight loss, telling ourselves things. And they're often the things that have been told to us. So we have these like finite statements, like I'd have to give up all carbs to lose weight. And you guys know that I'm a big believer in lower carb eating, but that statement, if you're, especially if you're at the start of your weight loss, I have to give up all carbohydrates to lose weight. And then you're picturing into the future for years and years and years, you're never allowed to touch a carbohydrate. Well, that might make it hard to start. Maybe that's not what you want. And like I say, I'm a believer in lower carb eating. That's how I focus. But I do sometimes choose to eat carbohydrates. I just eat them occasionally. And that's worked for me. And I can, I've over time figured out the balance of, you know, how much can my body tolerate? That amount is going to be different for every body. It's different depending on if you're wanting to lose weight or maintain weight. And those are the things that nobody can actually tell you for your body. You have to actually figure that out. That's just an example. But that statement isn't helpful. You want to ask a better question. You want to ask a question where your brain can actually go to work coming up with an answer. A statement doesn't give your brain space to come up with an answer. When you make a statement, your brain just generally agrees or disagrees with it. And if it's our own statement, our brain usually agrees with it. So if I say, I can never eat carbohydrates if I want to lose weight, my brain's like, all right, you can't eat carbohydrates if you want to lose weight. Versus you could ask a question. How could I design a way of eating where I can occasionally eat carbohydrates? Or how could I think about my eating where I'm okay with only occasionally eating carbohydrates? Those are questions where your brain will go to work and start to come up with answers for you. And that's going to be way more powerful than just the statement. So watch where you have just pure statements coming up in this when you're envisioning how you would want this life to look like, how you would want your weight loss to look At the end of the journey, watch for those statements and see if you can ask better questions. Often when you're feeling confused about this process, there are probably some of these like just blanket statements going on in your mind. Like, I don't know how. That would be a blanket statement. And so then you could change it to how could I? And that would be a question that you're going to get better answers. You don't always get the answer right away. But if you sit down with pen and paper and a good question, you'll probably get some good answers fairly quickly. Or what I like to do is just ask myself a question over and over through the day and just see what comes up. I'll be driving at work. Things might come up, you know, if I'm out on a run, I can ask myself a question and throughout the run, things might come up. There's all different ways of approaching it, but ask good questions. Watch for those statements that just kind of create a wall where your brain doesn't go any further and try to change them to questions. And then along the same lines, the fourth part of this is suspending your mental rules about how weight loss should go. We have a lot of rules that have been programmed into us about what weight loss should look like. And in general, they aren't very helpful. (laughs) Their weight loss should be hard. Weight loss should be difficult. It should involve giving up a lot of stuff. You probably need more willpower. All of these are just diet culture mentality that we've all absorbed over our lives and what this exercise is about is moving outside of that you don't have to nor probably should you lose weight and keep it off long term following those beliefs because how sustainable is it going to be if it's hard if it feels restrictive if you feel deprived and not able to eat the food you like if you feel guilty when you do eat the food you like How sustainable is that weight loss going to be for you? So notice where these rules come up in your mind and suspend them. Give yourself permission that maybe it doesn't have to be that way. There's a million different ways to approach any goal. We in weight loss have been taught kind of one, (laughs) but what if there is a whole bunch of other ways that you actually could lose weight? What if your particular customized way of approaching your weight loss could look like nothing that you've done before, that there could be shifts and changes on all the different aspects, but it could add up to something that actually works for you. I think that's really possible, but we have to give ourselves permission to see that it's possible. And maybe that version that doesn't look like anything you've done before is going to be the version that works for you, that you actually like, that it's actually enjoyable to do, that you don't feel deprived, you don't feel restricted, and yet you lose your weight on. Maybe that's what's waiting for you if you can suspend all those rules. So to summarize, where you wanna start is just giving yourself time to visualize what you want this life to be like. Give yourself permission to kind of do your wish list. Don't worry about the how at this stage. If you start asking the how at this stage, it'll get in your way of imagining. I don't know if you've ever heard about how Walt Disney And the Imagineers worked, but the people that were in the imagination, the generating ideas section, all they were allowed to do was generate ideas and they didn't have any contact with anybody that could offer criticism until all of the ideas were generated. And then they went through the practical, okay, will that actually work? Or is there a way to make that work? That's what I want you to do suspend your like, how's it going to work? How could I do that? And just give yourself permission to imagine. Then once you've got a really good list of what you want that life to look like, then you start working backwards and you ask yourself good questions and say, okay, how could I make this work? If this is what's important to me, how could I make this work? Suspend the mental rules about dieting that you have that have probably been given to you through our culture. Suspend them While you're doing this exercise, they probably aren't serving you. And I would bet if you look at that ideal life that you've imagined, those rules of dieting that we all have probably don't connect with it. They probably don't actually fit together. So maybe doing your long term weight loss journey, losing weight successfully, keeping it off is going to involve just disregarding those rules. Maybe those rules aren't going to apply to you. You get to decide, right? This is your journey you're designing. All right, so if you love the idea of creating a life you love while losing weight, remember, come join the Kickstart Challenge. It starts today, today being August 30th. But if you're listening to this a few days later, come join us a bit later. It runs till September 8th. So you've got 10 days to get in you can get caught up if you've missed some days, it's totally fine. But make use of that support that I'm offering for free in this group. Make use of the community. Community is huge when you're working on losing weight. I know a lot of people are really hesitant to be in group programs for weight loss. That's because we as physicians really internalize this idea that we should be able to do this on our own. That's completely not true. I have a lot of experience with working with physicians one-on-one and working with them in a group. And I only do groups now because it is such a more powerful way to make change in your life. That positive group support, that community of physicians working on the same goals helps you make changes a lot faster. Hearing other people's questions helps you shift in ways that's different than when you're just asking your own questions. There's learning from getting support directly, and there's learning from watching other people get support or get coached, and that's what this challenge will offer. So come join us. WeightSolutionsForPhysicians.ca forward slash challenge. That's WeightSolutionsForPhysicians.ca forward slash challenge. And as a reminder, if you are thinking about stress eating SOS, if you want more help, and you want that longer term direct coaching that stress inning SOS and all the exciting bonuses and stuff that I've been working on. I've got a really good one that I'm working on right after I do this podcast. The doors open September 11th. So you've got a bit of time before it opens. You can get on the wait list at waitsolutionsforphysiciansca forward slash SOS. But also I would just encourage you come join us in the free challenge. Come get to know me, get that support, get going losing the first pounds using these approaches that we've been talking about today in the episode. And then you, of course, will be invited in when the doors open up for stress eating SOS. All right, have a fantastic week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.